Hi, Ricardo. Hello. How are you? Good, and you? <laughs> Lovely to see you. Lovely to see your face after all this time. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Ricardo. Huh? Lovely, lovely couple of days last week. Wasn't what I expected for my 50th yeah. in lockdown, but uh, had a nice few days with the family and uh, drank lots of champagne. And uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you. Thank you for your kind I words. I saw that. Nice Dom Perignon. Lovely. 1998. Great. Me too. So, yeah, lovely. Thank you very much. Very kind of you. And uh, My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. This is... Uh, um, a new series of podcasts and uh, interviews that we're launching uh, for Rocks. Uh, lockdown is introducing all kinds of new ways of communicating. So it's lovely to see your face. It's been a while. I, I can't believe it was almost Russia, I think, the last time I saw you, <laughs> believe it or not, you know? Yeah, um, but, that's uh, unbelievable. It's, uh, it's been a challenging 12 months. And uh, Hublot is much about its ambassadors, its brand collaborations, and the events associated with it. How has the pandemic changed all of this and how are you adapting? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the pandemic has changed a lot for Hublot because as you said, Hublot is known for events and for physical events uh, and many activations that we do around uh, our different partnerships. So uh, last year we, we should have had uh, the Euro the Euro Cup, uh, we hope that it will happen uh, this year and uh, we hope that we will have uh, some public uh, in, the, in the stadiums. But we, we had to reinvent ourselves and, of course, digital has become uh, key. It was already very important before the pandemic, but it has even become more uh, strategic to really be able to, to uh, apply a digital uh, approach in every dimensions uh, that we can have uh, in marketing and events is part of it. So we have decided really to go in digital events. Uh, as an example, I would say uh, pr product launches have been of course also digitally uh, launched uh, last year, like we did the Millennial Pink uh, in the summer last year. And last year, the 40 year, 40 year anniversary of Hublot that uh, we have tried to, to create a, a, an exhibition that you can visit uh, virtually. And we did a, a live broadcast uh, around this uh, exhibition for the 40 years anniversary. Uh, lastly, I would say uh, the LVMH Watch Week, where we have really uh, created uh, even really professional studios, Zoom studios, where we can present, uh, not even, uh, we cannot touch the products, but we give a lot of content. So the content has become also key to be able to, to create a, a very qualitative content in photos, but also in videos. So uh, yeah, uh, the, now I would say digital is really uh, something uh, really important uh, for our brand. Of course, and I guess as a retailer myself, we've had to pivot and change and deliver and talk to our customers in a different way. But of course, we all miss that face-to-face -face interaction and uh, we miss the events. We miss those activations that you say, and we can't wait uh, for, for those times to come. And of course, England versus Scotland at Wembley this year was on my <laughs> list of things to do yeah. last year. So hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers yeah. crossed, we get to see it live. I hope um, so. So you kicked off uh, the digital watch week, LVMH watch week uh, this year with your first collaboration with Takashi Murakami. And it was lovely to see you in Tokyo, but of course, you were in Switzerland, but on the screen. 
How's the reaction been to the new watch and the new partnership? Yeah, that's another example of digital events where I was virtually present through an hologram uh, in Tokyo in front of uh, uh, Takashi Murakami. Uh, I would say, you know, this uh, new approach that we had the creating partnership in the universe of lifestyle, in the universe of uh, art, uh, we started with uh, Saint Bleu, with the tattoo artist. We have uh, Richard Orlinski, the sculpture, French sculpture. And I would say we, we went one step up uh, with uh, Takashi Murakami, who is an icon of uh, the pop art uh, culture. And I would say that uh, it's really an honor for us that he accepted to collaborate uh, with Hublot. And I, have, I must say that uh, the success of the watch is just unbelievable. So we decided to create 200 pieces, very limited because the watch is a piece of art from Murakami and from Hublot and the demand has been incredible. So I must say that Murakami is a, an incredibly well-known artist, not only in Japan, but uh, in the world. And uh, we had to decide to stop taking uh, deposits, you know, so that's really, that was really unbelievable. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad uh, uh, of this uh, successful partnership. Yeah, the phone rang off the hook for us. We, we had so yeah. many inquiries for it. It was phenomenal. And it's really great to see something like that happen digitally, actually, you know, yes. for the first time. Um, we're used to it happening in the shops, but, um, you know, it was, it was uh, incredible. And, of course, uh, an icon, isn't he, in, in, in the arts, arts world? And uh, I hope there's many more collaborations to come. So We're already working on a second edition, of course, and we hope that this relationship will last uh, for four years uh, because uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's really important. And as I said, I think we have explored with Hublot something totally new in the watch industry is to bring not only the watch making art, but the art from an artist and to put it in a watch. And at the end, the watch become the, a, a real piece of art. Yeah, and of course, he has a history of successful partnerships with yes, Louis Vuitton sure. in the past and uh, a great track record. I'm sure it'll be a long, long partnership for you. Yes. I got to see the novelties from LVMH Watch Week. Uh, and I must say, love them, as you'd expect. I always, always look forward to January. Um, but one of my favorites was was Orange Sapphire, automatic tourbillon. Absolutely stunning, superb looking watch. How did that come about? How, you know, had, had, you know obviously you've been experimenting with color, all the different colors, but orange was most unexpected and really beautiful. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We always try to be uh, cre creative, innovative, and, uh, you know, Hublot, we must bring always a product which really doesn't exist uh, from uh, other brands. And uh, the Sapphire, we started really the industrialization of Sapphire in 2000, when we came out in 2016 with a crystal clear Big Bang Unico uh, at that time. And since then, we have been exploring uh, and developing uh, new colors, tainted in the mass of the Sapphires. We came uh, with the blue, uh, we came uh, with the red, we came uh, with the, the yellow, and uh, we're always trying to, to find new colors. And the orange, uh, came out and the result was really uh, interesting and convincing. Uh, and as it is a world first, we decided really to come also with a movement, which is a, a, a world, uh, not a world first, but a, a first for Hublot, which is a, a tourbillon uh, automatic. So again, we try to bring innovation through uh, the caliber uh, with uh, having this uh, micro rotor at uh, 12 o'clock and the tourbillon cage at six o'clock. And I think that the mixture of both with the uh, sapphire bridges, where you can see really 
the wheels float floating in in the space, and the results, uh, yeah, is amazing. Yeah, listen, I'm sure it'll be very successful. It's a beautiful looking watch. Yes. And you mentioned earlier Hublot's 40th anniversary last year, and sadly you didn't get the chance to celebrate like you hoped because of the pandemic. But I guess that 40th anniversary has really proved how robust the original porthole design um, on rubber has been. I mean, we're 40 years on. The design, you know, was sharpened up last year with an um, anniversary edition. But what do you think it is about Carlo Crocker's original concept that has kept this core DNA, if you like, so fresh over the decades? Yeah, I think uh, he created something really particular and uh, totally new uh, in the industry by uh, what we call doing the first fusion. Uh, at that time, he didn't realize that this concept was so strong, uh, this art of fusion, which is connecting tradition and innovation. So putting at that time 18 carat uh, yellow gold, which is a millinery uh, material with a rubber uh, strap, uh, which, which is a modern uh, material. And uh, since then we can see that even the rubber strap has been used by uh, many brands and most of the brands of our industry are using a, a rubber strap to, today. So, and this uh, inspiration from a portal uh, with the screws on the bezel, with the ears, with the screws to fix uh, the bracelet. I think the strong identity of the product is really key and uh, you must recognize what uh, uh, a consumer is wearing. And I think that with, uh, of course, the Big Bang then in uh, 2005, when we launched the Big Bang, uh, this uh, I, strong identity remains. And I would say uh, this watch is, is iconic uh, in the industry that like uh, can be other uh, models in other brands but i think you need an iconic model in your collection to be able uh, to succeed well here i am wearing my unico with you know blue rubber you know for the first Fantastic. time and, you know and, and and it shows you how versatile the one click system i change yeah. it up and uh, yeah my humble and my my trusty unico wear it wear it with proud ricardo with pride so you, you mentioned the art of fusion and, you know, Hubler has pioneered the importance of novel materials along with mechanical watchmaking and keeping that fresh and relevant for the 21st century. We've seen ceramic, we've seen sapphire. What next do you predict? Can you tell me? <laughs> it's always difficult to, to reveal some uh, secrets, but uh, I would say that, um, as I said, innovation is key at Hublot. And uh, we must always come with the watches that you, do, you cannot find with other brands. So uh, we have our research and development department, which is uh, very important in which we work in the ceramics, we work in sapphire, uh, but we work in also alloys uh, with ceramic. We have been able to bring the magic gold, which is an 18 karat gold unscratchable, a fusion between ceramic and gold. Uh, we came with a red ceramic, vivid red, and uh, we're coming with uh, bright colors because bright colors are very difficult to realize in ceramic because ceramic, you have to, to put it in the oven to very high temperature with a very high pressure. And the, the, the secret is a little bit to manage this uh, pressure uh, and the temperature. So, so to come with bright colors is complicated, but uh, soon we will come with a new, new color uh, here uh, during uh, Watches and Wonders uh, uh, that uh, we are participating uh, in beginning of April, we will bring a, a new color of ceramic. I oh, can't wait to see it, as always. 
But I guess despite the above, you know, Hublot always has to look forward. And we've talked about digital. We've talked about technology. Of course, now Hublot's entered the smartwatch arena. Can we expect this part of the business to evolve and develop? And if so, how? Yes, again, I think uh, Hublot were not a traditional brand that uh, exists since uh, 200, 300 years. Uh, so we're 40 years, uh, we're young, and we're open to the world, to what is going on. And uh, at a certain point, I thought that uh, we can be open to this technology of smartwatches. Uh, and of course, uh, the know-how is not exactly uh, technological know-how, electronical know-how is not exactly in Switzerland. So we collaborate uh, with Google, with the Google Wear OS, but we try to bring our creativity through applications. So the application dedicated to football has been created by us. The, uh, the different type of dials, so the design in dials that we're offering are created by us. The case in ceramic, the bracelet uh, are produced by us. We assemble all the watches, uh, connected watches here in our, in our factory. And we believe there is a space, a niche for, for luxury uh, connected watches that of course it will not represent our main business, it will represent maybe a few percent uh, of our business, but I think there is a niche uh, where you can really bring uh, interesting smartwatches linked to partnerships as well, so football, but tomorrow it could be, uh, we did with art, uh, something with art and Mark Ferrero, but tomorrow it could be uh, something else. But of course, as I said, our main and core business is uh, mechanical and uh, materials, uh, new materials, uh, watches. Fantastic. Well, we, we, we saw the launch of the Premier League um, watch last week in, in the UK, which is a fantastic partnership with Hublot. Great visibility. It really reinforces that partnership with football. Um, I've had the pleasure of being at both the Euros in Paris in 2016 and in Russia with you in 2018. So I know how deep the partnership is, is with football. And, uh, you know, the e-watch, obviously, that, that relationship makes sense. So we're really excited to see what other collaborations you, you can make in the future? Because it's obviously, uh, you know, unlimited, I guess. Business, Absolutely. you know, other sports, you know, there's lots of opportunity. Yes. And in addition, yeah, we're also the technical supplier in a way because all the referees in the Premier League are wearing uh, our connected watch and we did a specific application uh, for, for them, uh, including the, the goal line technology. And we're working, of course, with the UEFA and with FIFA to be really the, the technical support uh, for all the referees, which is also something very serious because when you do that, you must be very professional. You must work uh, with a very strong partners. Uh, and uh, it's also interesting because we explore new worlds. It opens our eyes to, to, to new technologies that can, in a way, again, inspire our, for instance, our mechanical watches as well. Let's turn the spotlight back on you for a moment. I know you love traveling, Ricardo, and you know yeah. this last year has, has been different. But you know, talk, talking about your role now and what your favorite aspect of being CEO is. Yes, uh, of course, traveling was uh, really something that uh, I used to do a lot. And since one year, I almost didn't travel. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was really particular to, to, to say that uh, I, I was also confined uh, at the beginning. Uh, now I'm working here. I am in the factory. So our factory... Fortunately, uh, is open, and uh, so yeah, you have to 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 do a different approach. Uh, of course, for me also digital, so to communicate 
by by Zoom uh, with uh, the different market, different customers, our teams also internationally. But anyway, my my passion, you know, in the watchmaking is really the creation of new products, uh, of new watches. So I dedicate a lot of my time by uh, really trying to to invent uh, new products uh, with Takashi Murakami. We work together to to try to do something really particular with this with, with this rotor uh, that makes the petals of the flower living, with uh, the the heart of the flower on the top of the glass. So all the time with the, our different partnership, we have a lot of different projects uh, in development. Of course, from the design point of view, from the materials point of view that can bring design, from the movement uh, point of view. So I, I, I'm really involved in all the creation of the new products. Yeah. And, and I've seen that, you know, you are a product person, always have been Absolutely. at heart. And, and uh, I've seen that in action and I've heard you talk passionately about the product. And I must admit, I've felt more creative actually in the last 12 months. It's funny, you know, not traveling so not so much, not running around, chasing your tail, you know, from here, you know, you have have a chance to focus on the things that really matter. And uh, Absolutely, I guess we've right. all taken this opportunity. We're probably working harder and longer hours, but um, having a little less fun and joy but um nonetheless certainly feeling a lot more creative and getting things done yeah absolutely yeah uh, there is al always good things good sides of uh some situation like this crisis and it's true that being at home walking in the forest or like this gives you really the time to to reflect and to think about uh, new concepts new small ideas new marketing ideas uh, even uh, new uh, production ideas after sales in after sales service so, so in every department we try because we can always improve of course and uh, yeah the, this is i would say maybe the good side of uh, having been uh, confined what are you wearing on your watch to, uh, on your wrist today what watch are you got on today i'm wearing the big bang integral in, uh, in the blue ceramic Lovely. so i believe you know the the big bang integral is really a product uh, in which uh, i believe we have a, a big possibility to grow uh, because uh, as you know the bracelet uh, if you look at the market uh, the watch market uh, bracelet is uh, the majority of watches are sold on bracelet of course is leaded by one brand from Geneva uh, of course but I think we are at a maturity where Hublot of course we are known for rubber strap but uh, we, I think uh, that on bracelet uh, we, we can we can build uh, 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 quite an interesting business, but of course, again, big difference. So, when you come with the full blue ceramic, there are not that many brands that are offering a full blue uh, ceramic integrated uh, watch, uh, white ceramic, gray ceramic, and maybe tomorrow uh, other great uh, materials. So, I believe a lot in this uh, Big Bang Integral. Fantastic. I guess it would, it would, you know, speaking to you, it's you're probably fed up of people asking about Mr. Beaver, but you guys go back a long, long way. And uh, I need to ask you, you know, what did you learn working so closely with him for so long? You know, he's a living legend. He's been to Scotland. He's visited um, my shops. I've had the pleasure of having to entertain him and hearing him talk. And always a pleasure to hear him. But of course, you work so closely with him. You're good friends, very close friends. Love to hear how that relationship developed and, and what you've learned from him over the years. Yes, of course. He's really, I would say, uh, the person that has been key uh, in uh, my career, uh, key even in my life, I would say, because I met him uh, in '94. Uh, I was really at the beginning of my career in the watch industry. 
at that time he was at uh, Blancpain, so he hired me uh, in, a, in a minute. It was during Basel World, so even Basel World has disappeared now. But at that time, Basel World in '94, so I started as an employee uh, of him uh, at Blancpain, and uh, step by step, I built a relationship. Being, of course, his employee after being more uh, his number two uh, quite quickly at Blancpain, and of course, Hublot has changed everything in 2004 when he asked me to to join him for this adventure of Hublot, of this uh, very confidential brand, because at that time, Hublot was not really known. Uh, and uh, we have built an incredible brand that today is, I would say, a reference in the Swiss uh, watch industry. And this concept of art of fusion, I remember when he designed this on a paper uh, explaining what is the art of fusion to Mr. Croco. I was uh, present with him and uh, that was unbelievable. So. Of course, he's my mentor. Uh, I am different than him because he has met many people in his career, but uh, the people that uh, wanted to be like him uh, was always a problem. So are complementary to him, I'm different. And that's why our duo uh, is very successful, has been very successful. And uh, of course I have learned uh, a lot uh, through him, through this always creativity uh, in having uh, an idea every second. And for me, I've been able, I would say, to, to, to transform those ideas in real uh, because I'm more pragmatic. But that's why we are very complementary. And through the years, we have become partners and we have become friends. And the most important part is that today we are really uh, close friends, uh, even from the private uh, point of view, of course. Oh, well, it's, it's a, been a very successful partnership. And uh... I can I can relate to it. My, my business partner Grant, you know, we're very complementary. We work together well. We have very different aspects, and having that partnership just strengthens everything you do, doesn't it? And uh, it's been exciting to see, and it's so exciting to see how it's developed and how things will develop in the future too. I can't believe ten years ago, believe it or not, we started a partnership together. We well, we launched in Rocks Edinburgh. And that was our, the beginning of a, a long, successful relationship between Rocks and Hublot. And during that time, we've seen Hublot develop deep and long-standing partnerships in sport, particularly football, I mentioned earlier, but also athletics, golf, cricket, F1, as well as art, music, and lifestyle. What can we expect from Hublot's partnerships in the next 10 years? Yes, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, football has been really... The most important partnership, uh, we started uh, in 2008 with the Euro Cup that was organized here in Switzerland and Austria, then uh, the FIFA in South Africa, Brazil, uh, Russia. Um, and the football has really been an accelerator in brand awareness. And thanks to this fourth referee board, we have been able to, to, to transmit uh, to the, of course, a wide population. Of course, all cannot afford to buy a Hublot watch, but at least we believe that if they know that Hublot is a watch brand, is already uh, very positive, and it is also becomes very aspirational, uh, specifically for the young generation. And we're always looking to, to do a new partnership, and we're always uh, exploring uh, new possibilities. And uh, uh, as I said, after we came to art, I think art has been also now really, uh, I would say, a second pillar with lifestyle, what is art, music, uh, gastronomy. Uh, and of course, uh, there are some projects going on, uh, but 
uh, you will have probably some surprises, but I cannot tell you more, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing that. Um, you visited Scotland in 2017, and we had a spectacular art fusion party that night in a castle just outside Edinburgh. It was a, a great night of celebration. We had pipes and drums. We had entertainment. We even had Lewis Capaldi, who turned out to be the biggest selling artist of 2019. If you remember, he was a... Uh, just a fresh-faced boy at the time. Um, when are you coming back to Scotland, Ricardo? And when can we enjoy some haggis and some whiskey again? <laughs> I tried the haggis. That was also something I, I really discovered. Uh, yes, uh, we always discussed that I would like to do uh, the route uh, of uh, whiskey uh, in yeah. Scotland. So I hope really as soon as uh, uh, it will be open again, uh, I will come. And of course, I think the vaccination is something uh, quite important. Yeah. I am on the waiting list already now here in Switzerland. It takes a bit of time, but I think vaccination will be key for the people to, to travel. But uh, we hope, I hope this summer at least, or this year, I would say. Great. Fantastic, Ricardo. Well, it's been lovely speaking to you today. Really, thank you for your time. Who thank knew you, a year ago we'd be communicating via Zoom? I hadn't even heard of Zoom. Yeah. 12 months ago. But me neither, I, me I, neither. I really appreciate your time. It's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure to hear about Hublot's plans. You're an important partner for us. We love working with you and we look forward to seeing um, the new products coming at Watches and Wonders in April. So thank you. Thank you, Karen. And uh, I'm really happy and proud also to work with the Rocks. And uh, we're really uh, happy by the work, uh, very professional work that you are doing for, for our brand. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take right. care. We'll see you soon. Huh?